The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him. But the world did not know him. He came to what was his own. But his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed Him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. He came to what was His own, But his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. That's us. That's you. That's me. Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God, Jesus has therefore given us power to become children of God. St. Augustine calls this the great exchange. God comes down from heaven to earth to become one of us, to become a human being, so that we human beings, by the grace of God, through faith, could become, as St. John says right here, children of God. The great exchange. That's the gift that we have all received today. The grace to become children of God in the order of grace through faith. That's what God has done for you today in a new way, in a fresh way. 
At least that's what we're praying for. That is why we celebrate Christmas every year. Because the church wants us to be reminded of what God has done for us in a very particular way, by becoming one of us. As today's gospel concluded, no one has ever seen God, but the only Son, God, has revealed Him to us. It's one of the reasons why Jesus came. Principally, He came to save us, to save us from death. Death, remember, was the ultimate consequence of sin. We can't forget that. Jesus was born to die and rise and give us eternal life. We can't forget that. But he also came to reveal to us the love of the Father through the Holy Spirit. And he also came, as we were just saying, to have us share in that life of theirs, that divine life that the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit all share. That communion, that perfect communion of love. They wanted us to share in that. And so that great exchange started on Christmas Day. In a very particular way. God with us. We've been praying for, you know, four Sundays now. O come, O come, Emmanuel. God with us. And today we celebrate the fact that he is indeed in our midst. We've, we've heard it for so long. We're so familiar with the story. That sometimes we don't appreciate just how amazing that is. God with us. So I've been encouraging my close friends in these last couple days that one gift that we should ask for today on Christmas Day, because God wants to give us lots of gifts today. And we all like to receive gifts, right? Well, let's not let that excitement about receiving gifts Dissipate, But let's ask for a, another gift here during this Mass. And the gift is that of awe and wonder. Awe and wonder. It's one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that we've all received at baptism and confirmation. Sometimes it's called fear of the Lord. But not fear as being afraid, but fear as in awe and wonder. Because, again, we're so familiar with the story that we can lose our sense of awe and wonder at what is happening today. God, Almighty God, creator of the universe, that's why the church proposes this reading from John's Gospel today. The Word who became flesh was with God. He was in the beginning, and He was God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. This is a little theological reflection on creation that John gives at the beginning of his gospel. And so he's just trying to, the church is using today's gospel 
to put it all into context. Almighty God, creator of the universe, maker of all things, just took on flesh, became a baby, and was laid in a manger. What? Are you kidding? Yeah, it's true. I'm assuming most of you grew up with the story, but just imagine sharing this story with a non-believer, with someone who's never heard of Jesus. Who's this Jesus guy? Well, he's not just any guy. He's actually the son of God, the second person of the Holy Trinity. What? Yeah. Pope Benedict XVI would say, he is so great. God is so great, so vast, all-powerful, and yet... He also became so small. And even that just speaks of his greatness, of his great love for us, of his great desire to be close. Why would God do that? Because he wanted to say to us, I want to be close to you. And I don't want to scare you. Because he could have come down however he wanted Right? None of us got to choose how or when or where we were born, did we? No. Only one person ever got to do that in the history of humanity. And that was Jesus. And look at how he chose to come on the scene. Just like all of us. And even in poverty, in simplicity, in silence. There was no pomp and circumstance, really. Although the angels couldn't hold back, they had to appear to the shepherds and declare to them, we have great news. We have good news of great joy that will be for all people, not just for the Jews, but for all people. Today, in Bethlehem, the city of David, a Savior is born. Now, what do we know about those shepherds? What do we know about those shepherds? They weren't just any ordinary shepherds. These shepherds had a very particular responsibility. These shepherds were in charge of raising sheep, preparing lambs that would be used in the temple for the Passover sacrifice. Did you know that? At least this is what scholars are Concluding, these shepherds would raise the lambs that would be used for the Passover sacrifice. So they had to be without blemish. They couldn't be injured in any way. And so what would they do with the little lambs that were born in their field? They would wrap them in what? Swaddling clothes. Huh. So when the angel said, this will be the sign for you that what we're saying is true, you're going to find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Whoa. So this will be the Messiah. This will be the Savior of the world, the Lamb of God, the pure one, the holy one, the unblemished one that had been spoken about by the prophets for centuries. 
This is the one you've been waiting for. This is the one foreshadowed by that Passover sacrifice. And it's his Passover that will ultimately liberate you from death forever. Not just oppression from Egypt or from Rome or any other world power, but the ultimate oppression of the human race, death itself, sin and death itself. You will be liberated by him once and for all. Whoa. Yes, it's true. And if you haven't heard, Bethlehem literally means house of bread. House of bread. That's what Bethlehem means. And there was Jesus, the bread of life, being laid in the manger. Which, for you French speakers, you know, means to eat. Manger, or for you Italians, mangia. Right? That's where we get those words from. And we know that they mean to eat. So there was Jesus offering himself as the bread of life in the manger to become our spiritual food. Literally. So that he could be that close to us. For the rest of time. For the rest of time. Jesus, the bread of life, is with us. Is Emmanuel. This is what we're celebrating today. So many great mysteries wrapped up in this one. And so we ask God today, I think, for the grace to to be more and more aware of his presence among us. His real presence in the Eucharist. If you struggle with that, well, let's ask God for that for you today, that you would believe more deeply, more profoundly, that this, in fact, is the God of all creation, the King of the universe, Jesus, the Christ, really, truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in Holy Communion, in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Eucharist. It is Him. It is He. But we are also temples of the Holy Spirit. God dwells with us in spirit and in truth. God is with us each and every moment of the day. God is present in each and every one of us. We've been made, as we read today, children of God. Children of God. So let's pray for a special awareness and reverence for each other. For each other. For ourselves and for each other. That we've been made children of God by the grace of God. That's what we believe. That's what happens at baptism. And so let's appreciate the fact that God is always with us. And that through each other, God makes himself present as well. And we're able to love one another and experience the love of God through each other and with each other and in each other. And let's pray that those bonds of love can be strengthened today through the intercession of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, the Holy Family, 
Let's pray that we can all become all that God created us to be. That we would become the children of God, the children of love, the children of light that he has called us to be and made us to be. Thanks to his birth, which we celebrate today. Merry Christmas.